Today was the last day of life as I had known it. I was set apart to be a missionary at 7.30. My family, the bishop and his wife, and my girlfriend, E, were in attendance. It has taken a lot of faith on my part and patience on the Lord's part to see me where I am today. But I know I am doing the right thing, for I prayed and received my answer. April 18th, 2001. I entered the MTC today, and I pretty much have everything together. I think, anyway. One minor setback was that about ten minutes into the ride here, I realized that I had forgotten my scripture case. Not only did it have my scriptures and temple recommend, but this journal and pictures of E were in it, too. So we turned around, and we got here an hour late, almost. But that's okay. I'm with some great elders, some of which are going to my mission, and one is going to Ogden. There's an incredible spirit in this place. There's excitement, anxiety, passion for the Lord's work, and the comfort of the Holy Ghost. I'm very thankful for this time of preparation because I know that I just couldn't start being a missionary out of the blue. I'll be busy here, and I look forward to it. I love Heavenly Father. I love His Son, Jesus Christ. And that's exactly why I'm here. April 19th, 2001. Today was hard. About halfway through the day, I started to get doubts and fears in my mind. And the Holy Ghost withdrew for a time. I was worried about leaving what I knew behind and was scared that I wasn't going to be effective. But the thing that changed all that was just incredible. Our branch didn't have a teacher, and so I was elected to be the teacher. And I felt good about accepting... And so I did. I took charge of the class. By doing this, I was able to forget my fears and doubts, and I was focused on the work, which brought the Spirit, and the Holy Ghost comforted me, and I'm ready to learn more. I hunger and thirst for more knowledge of Christ's gospel. April 22, 2001. I had a small bit of time in between meetings today, so I wanted to catch up on the events here at the MTC. First off, I weigh 193 pounds, and that means I've gained about 8 pounds since getting here. But aside from my physical gains, my spiritual gains have been unbelievable. We have the opportunity to bear our testimonies and apply the scriptures to us so much that there have been many times when I have felt like I was walking on air. It's very important to stay in the correct frame of mind, because there really is a lot to learn. Well, there always is throughout life, but this preparation time is vital for success in the mission field. Not only do we need to know the doctrine, but we really need to be able to teach by the Spirit and with power. Our frame of mind is a big factor in whether or not the Spirit, or rather the Holy Ghost, will be with us. Something that helps keep me focused is that we always remember Him, Christ, as to always have His Spirit to be with us. Now, I've sent three letters out since being here. One to family, one to Brock, and one, of course, to E, bless her heart. I'd like to have the privilege of receiving mail this next week, and I imagine that I will. I do need to let everyone know of my departure date and also write to my extended family members who are helping support me as I serve the Lord and his children. 
I'm very glad to be here and want to be able to make the most of my limited time. April 23rd. Before anything else, I would like to record that yesterday was the day that the Nebraska Winter Quarters Temple was dedicated. I, along with around 3,000 other missionaries, sat in the MTC gym, which was being used as a said overflow, or rather, extension of the Winter Quarters Temple. It was an incredible feeling to witness that, and it was a wonderful opportunity to witness some more church history. As President Hinckley was speaking of the blessed pioneers and their sacrifices at Winter Quarters, and in general, he was moved to tears. Now, truthfully, I have never witnessed the prophet of God cry about anything, and so I was touched in a different special way than if he hadn't. But it makes me feel very happy for all those who had been waiting prayerfully and patiently for a house of the Lord to be a lot closer to them. My teachers here are often reminding us of our sacred calling as missionaries, and seriously, I couldn't be reminded enough. I feel it is a privilege, and know it is a privilege, and blessing to be a servant of the Lord. I'm trying to do what I can to be pure in mind and heart, so that I can learn by the Spirit first, and eventually be able to teach by the Spirit and with magnified power. I was hoping for mail today, but received none. That's fine, though. I haven't even been gone a week, although it feels like a lot longer. April 25th, 2001. I'll talk about today after a little insight on yesterday. Well, anyhow, I had what's called an MPC, Missionary Performance Check and was kind of a one-on-one with me and a teacher to do with teaching the discussions. The outcome was much better than I expected, whereas the spirit was very strong and I was able to ask thoughtful questions and be sincere. So all in all, it was very uplifting for me. Now this must have really threatened the adversary, because just an hour later, while at the ever-famous MTC devotional, My mind was being filled with completely negative thoughts about the speaker and just my general attitude about the whole idea of being on a mission seemed thwarted from its previously divine nature. Every elder in my district did notice a complete change in my countenance and all asked what was wrong and expressed their concern. But something in me didn't want to hear their consolations. And for some reason, I just didn't want to feel better. I know now that it was Satan trying to discourage me from moving forward with the Lord's work and glory, which is to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. One of the things that really helped me get out of the depths of despair was to read my feelings about some particular scriptures that I had previously written down. It was this reflection on my feelings of just a few days before that made me think to myself, what is my problem? So after thinking, pondering, and prayer, I decided that I really wanted to have a blessing from the elders in my district. So I woke them up, and they were all more than happy to take part in the experience. Elder Denning from Boise, Idaho, anointed my head with oil, and I asked Elder Davidson from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, to seal the anointing and give me the blessing. 
all stood in the circle, and the experience was just incredible. From the very beginning, I couldn't help but have a smile on my face, and I could feel the purifying power of the Holy Ghost swirling within me, just working a miracle as it eliminated all worry and negativity from within, and left me with the invaluable and sure feeling of comfort, peace, and love for my Heavenly Father and my Savior, Jesus Christ. My testimony of the priesthood authority to act in God's name and with His power is strengthened, and so has my trust in the Lord. I will not doubt His trust in me hereafter. April 30th. Well, I received a letter from E today for the first time, and how swell it was. I had been writing my thoughts and feelings here and there since arriving here, and after responding to her letter today, I had 20 pages to send. So she'll be in for a surprise. It was preparation day, however. I didn't wash any of my clothes because we just had P-Day last Thursday. I just looked in my closet, though, and I think I just might run out of shirts. Shoot, I'll figure something out. The focus now is mastering the first discussion. So basically, we need to be able to know it like the back of our hand. Actually, even better. I really want to, though, just because I'll be able to teach with more of the spirit and power. It's so important to do as we are instructed and advised. I guess that the church is somewhat down on its numbers this year, as far as new converts are concerned. At least that's what we were told. Obedience is such an important part of being a missionary, and it's stressed so much, even with things like going to bed at 10.30 and stuff like that. To have the Spirit with us more, however, it's vital that we are obedient to all the mission rules. We just need to gladly do it, too, because they are set so that we may benefit from them, and they will make us happier. My district and I were able to have a taste of the referral center today. And so, I've been taking calls. Hmm, not really something I'm used to, but wait, does this picture look at all familiar? I've only worked in telemarketing for almost two years straight. This was so much different, though. This lady named Tracy called in to have a free Bible sent to her. And I asked her what impressed her to call. She said that she had lost her old one and really needed to change her life. I could totally hear the sincerity in her voice, and she accepted my invitation to her to have some representatives of the church bring it by and talk to her about Christ. I was impressed to feel that she will be baptized and come unto Christ. I need to come unto him again and again for the rest of my life for he is the truth, life, and light of the world. May 1st, 2001. I got a letter from Brock today. Good old Brocky. He apologized for not having written sooner, but he has a hard enough time remembering to get out of bed every day, so it's no big deal. I'm just happy to have heard from him. He's been a good friend of mine for almost five years. He mentioned to me that I was a good example to him and a lot of other people too, and it makes me want to be even better just by hearing that. 
One of the other elders was reading his patriarchal blessing during study time today, and that reminded me to read mine. Wow, that blessing, those inspired words, are just for me. They're for me only, and what comfort they bring to my soul. If I'm faithful, there are so many blessings in store. One of the many comforts in my blessing is that the precious woman I will marry and be sealed to for all eternity is going to keep the commandments. That is so very important to me because I want her as well as myself to love the Lord and to have faith in Him. I'm promised that if I'm faithful, so will she be, and our love will be infinitely stronger because of that faith in Christ, the Redeemer of the world. I'm really looking forward to the growth that will come personally as I'm experiencing this mission. But moreover, I want to love each individual I come in contact with and bring them the knowledge of the fullness of the gospel, whereby they can be saved through faith, repentance, baptism, and enduring to the end with the constant companionship of the Holy Ghost. May 7th, 2001. I've decided that this journal is really going to be worth a lot when I return home. The things contained within, to this point, already mean so much to me. And just as the scriptures, but in a different way, this journal will be priceless. I'm now in Cherry Hill, literally the city, New Jersey. I had the precious opportunity of seeing my loved ones one more time before boarding the plane at the Salt Lake Airport. I recognized E the moment I laid eyes on her as she walked down the hallway to greet me. She was the first to arrive, and it was such a delight to see her. All the admiration that existed between us when I was back home was still the same there at the airport. She gave me a basket with my favorite minties, some gum, two Sobe drinks, some mini Oreos, and a green eggs and ham book that was modified into a missionary story. It was very clever. I mouthed I love you to E before grabbing my stuff to leave. She did the same. If it be wisdom in the Lord, then that will certainly not be the last time our eyes meet in such loving admiration. But I'm out here to serve the Lord and forget myself, and so it shall be, henceforth and for always. May God continue to soften the hearts of the people of New Jersey, and I'll work my tail off in the name of Jesus Christ. Blessed be the name of the Most High God. May 12. It's terrible that I've waited a whole week to write anything in my journal. There is never a spare minute for anything, and so time is very precious. At home, I didn't really see a couple of minutes here or there as much. But out here in the mission field, where my companion, Elder Booth, and I aren't doing something, we feel really bad inside. So we get refocused and get with it. And tracked or stop and talk to the next person we see. Missionary work is such a divine work and rewarding experience. I've had some incredible experiences thanks to the Lord. We did something called focus finding, where we picked some streets on a map of the area and then prayed on which street to go to and find someone. Just one of those experiences was that we were on our way to a street that we had selected. 
and a young woman by the name of Blair got out of her car and said, Hey, are you guys Latter-day Saints? And we talked to her and gave her a Book of Mormon because she left hers in Florida. She was very interested in the gospel, and that is what Elder Booth described as a divine rendezvous. A lot of things like that have happened this week, and I'm going to make a point of keeping much better track of my experiences here. I feel so inadequate for this calling, but I put a lot of faith in the Lord, and I do my part as much as I can, and the Lord blesses me and the other missionaries.